Welcome. My name is Eddie Arrieta. This is Fulfilling Work Life. We intend to talk to leaders, professionals, remoters, human beings from all around the world who share with us their knowledge. Join me in this daily journey. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Nadia. Once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, uh, this is the 20th episode of the Fulfilling Work Life daily show. So that means we've been doing it uh, now for, for a month. Uh, so we're very excited. We've had tons of professionals join us. Um, uh, as you know, uh, all of you today, we have Nadia. We've been announcing it since uh, last week. We are really glad to have you here. You're a remote work advocate. Um, so for all of you that are uh, joining us, please remember uh, we have a chat session uh, section. We have a Q&A section. You can leave your questions there. Uh, you can also um, help us by sharing uh, the YouTube live stream or even these links so that other people can join us. Um, uh, we wouldn't have time yet to put it on Facebook, uh, but we will after the, the recording is done, we'll put it on there uh, to get our audience to also enjoy it. Um, but Nadia, thank you so much for joining us. If you could uh, please introduce yourself very quickly so that people know what you do, even though we already put it on the descriptions. Sure. Please, please let us know. Pleasure is all mine. Many thanks for inviting me. My name is Nadia. I've been introduced. My last name is Harris. What I do is I indeed, I'm a remote work advocate, which is no surprise <laughs> since I'm here. But I started my, um, my own business, remoteworkadvocate.com. And I strongly encourage you to um, take a look at it if you're on the lookout for some hints in terms of remote work implementation. Because what I primarily do is I implement remote working companies, um, I perform remote work audits to check whether the company is remote ready. Uh, I also advise um, so managers, companies, managers what to do, uh, employees as well, how to learn to be remote ready, how to make it right. And also um, I help candidates as well when um, they participate in various recruitment processes, how the skills are assessed, if you even know uh, what it means to work remotely because I have to say that um, for a very long time it was this way that remote work was considered as something hey I really want to work remotely because I want to sit on the beach or work in my pajamas and that's so cool because there are no limits but this is not the the primarily the, the primary I would say um, motivation thing here to, to start working remotely so I create awareness about it as well so that's all I do myself I've been working remotely for many years right now, working with many companies uh, in the States and Europe and in Asia. And I was leading remote teams and I do it, you know why I do it? Because I just believe in it so much. I do things only when I believe in them and remote work is one of them. That's it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, once again, welcome to the 20th episode of the uh, Fulfilling Work Life Daily Show. Um, and, and we're really happy to have you with us, Nadia. I have one question. Because I, I do think what you're mentioning is completely right. Working uh, remotely, it's, it's not about not going to an office. It's not about, um, you know, drinking tequila at, at, at a resort while you are, uh, quote unquote, working. Um, I, I do think that it's much deeper than that. And remote work does facilitate uh, certain aspects of your life to be approached differently. So uh, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, a, a lot of us have already done remote work, um, not, not as intense as, you know, what COVID-19 has forced us to do it. Yeah. And, and it's uh, before, before we started doing the recording, we should, um, 
we started talking about like how hard it is for everyone. <laughs> so what do you think remote work does for people? Do you think remote work, uh, what is it that, that, it, that, it, that it gives? What is the benefit to those that can tap into remote work? Not, not for those that completely switch into remote work, but as a tool, as a, as a tool for professionals, for me as a professional, what is the benefit of remote work? Wow, uh, let's talk about two different perspectives because my question would be, are we going to talk about, should I talk about benefits from a company's perspective or um, employee's perspective? Because, Any way you want to take it. Okay, well, I, uh, I'm probably uh, going to uh, share many, many um, information, many hints here on that. Uh, and I, I strongly believe that, you know, actually, I, I don't really, um, I would say that uh, a fully remote, a fully remote model is um, really complicated and it also requires um, many different skills from a team and from a company's perspective but that's a different story so I will uh, focus indeed on on the aspect of um, a mixed solution so to say so that you have the opportunity to work remotely um, some days in a week or during um, maybe a couple of a couple of days during during a month and how it benefits or even more or even to talk to your employer and say hey I'm going to work remotely now for a month or two how does it benefit everybody well I would say that from the perspective of companies especially what I see right now and finally, I'm really glad to be able to say it because somebody started finally, uh, finally counting the numbers. So actually in the end of uh, March, um, there was uh, a report published by Gartner in the US where 70% of CFOs that were questioned and the group that was questioned about what do you think about remote work, they said that, yes, we will, um, we, we are considering to implement it as an element of our strategy because it saves costs when it comes to um, renting big spaces, right? Uh, when it comes to all the operational costs. I myself worked with a company not so long ago who was willing to expand. There were um, 100 people on board and they were willing to hire another 150. And they said, hey, well, we will have to switch completely. We will have to change the building, the entire um, the entire space, office space is insufficient. So what should we do? Should we now keep generating these high costs and, and switching, um, changing uh, the environment here completely? Or should we implement this remote work model, a mixed model where people can come to the office, they have hot desks and they just can uh, move around when they want to. And we have, um, we have times when parts of teams are in the office and some of them just work remotely. And finally, we, once we, we finished working together, it actually turned out that well yes indeed it made sense it required great preparation but finally the company was able to save many 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 costs and contribute to the benefits um, of employees another aspect is of course that um, when you do it right because there's one crucial thing one very crucial important thing remote work is only effective if it's implemented properly that means you just don't say to your employees hey take your laptop home and now you're working remotely because that's a completely different story once you implement it right even gallup statistics are saying that people who work remotely when remote work is implemented properly 
actually productivity and motivation goes up by 20 to 25 percent within such people so that's another aspect so i would just say uh, smart working obviously we can also help the environment a lot right uh, with traffic as well um, emissions that's really important nowadays especially when we see what is going on uh, we are able to save time right because we don't um, we just don't don't go to work uh, every day and and wait uh, to, and are stuck in traffic for an hour and a half or an hour it differs uh, so that's definitely a great idea um, access to a talent pool which is not only local that's what i always say so if you want to be sometimes better than your competition then any competition is located in a different city or a different area part of the world where you say i'm going to be better but you say hey i'm just going to hire local people where maybe the talent pool is limited we don't have these skills then think about it because when you implement a remote work model then you can actually get the best ones on board that you really need for people, and there is much more to this, uh, but that was just in a nutshell. But in terms of people, I would say that um, I, that's what I always that's what I always um, explain during conversations that we are so open when it comes to um, being a global village, all the new digital solutions. But if we are stuck in an office all the time with no other option to change something, to move on, to take a step forward that actually is super limiting to our resources to the people that we have on board so if we give people the freedom and tell them hey we can do things the more innovative way then also the people will um i think will be also more motivated but then on the other hand they will also feel that um they will feel the the, the possibility of of just working flexibly being to adjust their schedule i think the solutions that we have on the market that were implemented 30, 40 years ago, how we are supposed to work, that we are supposed to work basically five days a week, uh, eight hours a day. Well, Japan introduced a different solution here. Some companies started to follow, some implement remote working, and the results are so good. The people appreciate it. For me personally, um, because there are many perspectives from uh, from many perspectives that we can talk about in terms of employees and, and people, candidates who are willing to work remotely, it's definitely, uh, I would say, uh, well, the freedom that you can manage your time, which is also a problem because if you can't do it, then you're stuck and it turns out that you have even more, more work to do. But you know what I, I, what I actually believe in? that if we have a team that works remotely and everything is doing well, uh, that means that our team is actually dedicated. They know why they work in the first place and they actually perform all the tasks step by step. I once came across that was not so long ago. I think it was a week or two weeks ago where somebody said, well, so many companies are being reluctant. So many companies and so many employees are being reluctant to remote work because they just want to sit, uh, uh, you know, at, at their desk at work uh, and pretend that they're working, right, for all these hours because I'm here, so I am working. And the managers measure the performance by seeing that somebody came to work. And this is not smart, right? Yeah, I would say that's probably one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest evolutions of the work, the work or the workplace we need to have. And, and, and I do understand that there are different considerations regarding office space. In fact, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I have thought about remote work is that it is not right for everyone. And, yeah. and you shouldn't feel bad if you are not 
completely comfortable with remote work. In fact, the first times I traveled, I tried to work. <laughs> like I would go to a conference and then I tried to work and it was impossible. But it's because I didn't have certain habits. So wh what would be some of the like basic habits that you, if, if you are to come to a company today and this company has never done remote work, they have to start with remote work. What are the, like, the, okay, this week, what is the steps that we have to take this week to make sure that we go in the right direction to become a, let's say, partially remote company or a flexibly remote company, whichever way we want to call it. What would be those steps? Okay, in a week. Well, that would be a lot. Uh, that's a new business model, which you can't really implement overnight. But what I say, um, now the situation today is really emergency. So I always say we should build on what we have. But to do it right, the way I do it, right, is um, to evaluate different areas of the company. So first, we will have to take a look at our um, communication flows, how we even communicate, what is our internal communication process with the employees, with the people, how we communicate as a company, and how the people communicate with themselves. Because communication is one of the most important aspects when it comes to remote work. The second thing will be some internal processes and procedures, which is always a big problem, because now I'm facing so many questions like hey Nadia we perform recruitment processes on site are we going to do this now remotely how do we do that how do we hire people remotely how should we maybe um, provide feedback so all the processes procedures and even onboarding for example how should we onboard people remotely so this is something we definitely have to choose the ones that are the most important for us right now and do it step by step not just push everything um, so but for example right now those are the ones that I'm observing the most since many people were hired before COVID-19 and they, they had their um, they, they just they, they were supposed to join uh, in the beginning of April uh, mid uh, March and then somehow the company said hey maybe just um, stay at home and let's just postpone the date when you're starting had we um, taken into account the implementation of a good remote onboarding process this wouldn't have happened so those are some of the processes as well uh, definitely the legal aspect since many companies still don't even do that and that's what I that's what I observe a lot uh, I deal a lot with the Polish market recently uh, since uh, to give you a, a background of mine I was a trained lawyer years ago so uh, all the and then I specialized also in employment law and that's the reason why today I kind of reached back to that area where I did my degree back back then and that's why I uh, talked to these people so much into the companies they're totally not prepared they don't even know what should happen in terms of uh, health and safety procedures for example how should we um, implement like internal rules of working remotely how should we measure this who can delegate the people uh, who will know how they should work what the workflow is supposed to be uh, what time how do we measure this measure the performance when somebody's working remotely this is not even set up the truth is that um, according to different legal system because in every country it's going to be different there are going to be some certain rules that should be followed but the truth is and I can tell you from my experience the companies are just saying hey everybody go home you're just going to work remotely but the truth is that we don't even have the proper regulations in place so when everybody tells me yeah but everything surprised us i say yes everything surprised us two months ago so that's not a reason for you not to implement it right now another aspect is it uh it's obviously safety in terms of it since um also just in a nutshell uh, firewalls vpns uh 
using uh, Wi-Fi, if we use public Wi-Fi or private Wi-Fi, right? If a company provides assistance, how do we get access? I know that some companies that started implementing suddenly tools, which are either it's Zoom or Microsoft Teams or whatever, some people said, hey, we took our laptops from work home with all the, um, they were protected, password protected for everything and just the administrators were able to install new programs. So they said, hey, we need Microsoft Teams now. So what they did, they just started logging into, um, into, uh, into the cloud from their private computers having absolutely no safety, whatever, taken into account. So remember that this is a great environment for hackers as well. So we should take care of that definitely. And even a policy, what happens when we have a data leakage? That's also really important because sometimes we see something might happen and what are we supposed to do then? Whom are we supposed to say, uh, tell that something happened? And also, um, it's not even about us only uh, and our data protection, but what about our clients, all the sensitive information that we have. So this is something which is super necessary. Another aspect obviously uh, are the tools. And that's a long story because many people say, okay, so which tools do you recommend? I can't tell you which tools I recommend because I always say, take a look at your own infrastructure. Some companies have their internal solutions. Um, so I'm not gonna say, hey, implement Asana, Trello, Monday, or I'm not gonna say, uh, do Google Hangouts if you have, for example, Microsoft Teams right now or Outlook, and it's just a completely entire different story Then I'm not going to recommend this. So the right tools should be implemented as well in terms of communication. And I would say communication, obviously official one that we use, that we should, that we should take into account, but also socialize, team building activities, different ones, channels, Slack, workplace. If only possible, we should do that. Um, all the programs in terms of project management as well. If we don't already have something on board, I know that it's really hard. I always say to start with, maybe you can even just um, create a very simple Kanban board to even start getting used to how it should look. Uh, not rushing into overnight trying to implement here 10 different tools applications because that's just going to be terrible. Um, so yeah, definitely those are, um, those are some aspects we have to choose for our business model. What is the most important and what I always say, let's build on something that we have. If the things that we have um, give us a certain level of, of our maturity in terms of being remote, remote ready, then let's build Let's build on it what we need the most right now and start adding different things to make it work like a pyramid, so to say. Yeah, and that's, and that's, and that's great because I do think that it, it is a gradual process for most companies. Um, for some of us, uh, this is not necessarily going to happen overnight. Uh, yeah. so, so we are going to have to take it like one step at a time. Now, with that said, I think there are some intrinsic considerations that companies would have to take, that professionals will have to take, which is, uh, first of all, the, the future, it's different today than, yeah. than it used to be. It's weird because we don't know the future. And we're like, how, how, how do you know that it was going to be any different? Is well, we know because nobody expected. And some people might say, oh yeah, I always expect things to be different. It's like, you, you, can, you can tell the future. Uh, but the reality is that things have seemed to sped up a lot. Yes. And that speeding up kind of like forces companies to move in that direction. Um, whether it is the direction of reconsidering their processes or their tools or like anything else. Now, from the companies that you are consulting today, 
What are some of the changes that you are seeing uh, in their behavior? Oh, yeah, I, I even recently ran, uh, ran an online course once even this started that was like an emergency remote work setup. And um, I have some fresh insights here because I performed a survey after the course. What has uh, changed? What have you implemented? So they said definitely communication processes and right now crisis communication and also change management. Uh, they have already also implemented uh, feedback processes uh, when it comes to um, providing feedback to somebody remotely, so how to do it right. They started training their people on um, how to manage time, how to even plan a day, um, and that's really important, and to do it as flexible as possible. Uh, that's what they have done as well. And in addition to that, some I know have already also started implementing um, uh, different, uh, different legal solutions to make it right as well. Well, and even very simple ones. Look, look how many people downloaded Zoom or, um, or Microsoft Teams, right? That, that's probably the biggest change that we see, how it, how it really grew uh, within the past few weeks. Uh, yeah, so those are like the, the, the things that I have observed and the responses that I have received. But I still think that it's, um, it's a process of um, also changing the way of thinking a bit. And it's not only for managers and for companies, but it's also for the employees. Because I say that remote work um, is amazing and not for everybody, as you said. But if you implement it right, then all parties have to be equally involved. Everybody has to understand it because we may have the best manager who's going to learn from a course or just feel remote work himself and just know how to communicate, how to start implementing processes, how to measure different things. And the company may be remote ready. But if we don't have that awareness among employees, then it's just not going to be right. Do you, do you believe, because, I, and I think this is more like a conceptual and philosophical frame. Um, I, I, one of the things that I have seen in different companies is there are, there are some team members that unfortunately are not able to adapt as quickly, are not able to take on the change as quickly. And you mentioned that one of the things that you have in there for companies is, is uh, change policies and change uh, adaptation. Or I, I don't remember, change management is how, is how you called it. Um, what do we do, right? If, well, on two perspectives. Number one, if I'm a company and then all of a sudden my team members are not able to adapt as quickly, what do we do with those team members? And then on the other hand, what if I'm one of those persons, right? What, what if I'm one of those uh, people that cannot uh, adapt that quickly? Like, how do I find, uh, how do I find a way to, to, to adapt? Or how do I find a way to, you know, find some middle ground or, or do a gradual, what, what would you recommend there? Well, um, that's also a broad question. So different aspects again. So on one hand, it's this way that um, many companies, I see what they started doing is they said, we're just going to implement it on our own. We're just going to work on it on their own. But the thing is that um, trying to solve everything on your own, that does not necessarily mean that you have the expertise and you're going to do it right. So I saw in the beginning when all this happened, many different um, HR teams, HR departments were calling me and saying, can you please provide us with, with a webinar? Can you do a webinar for us, like 45 minutes, how to work remotely? <laughs> 
champion if you really are willing me to do this i can do right especially if it's a if it's paid and it is but i don't think it's going to help you you yourself have to understand so i say i believe that definitely you have to be connected to somebody and i know that is something that tori is right doing as well mentoring which is a great initiative by the way to be connected to somebody to teach you how to do things right you have to learn you have to understand things to be able to adapt i think that today what happened everything is so new for everybody that people are always afraid of change sometimes the worst but stable solution that we know is the one that we are willing to follow because we don't have to get out of our comfort zones. So if we have an expert, uh, if we have a mentor, if we have some guidance from somebody who can tell us how to do it right, how to provide it step by step, to monitor what we are doing, to give us advice, to talk about all our insecurities and also provide good examples, be connected with other companies that have already implemented remote work uh, before, get into this community. And I must say that the community of companies that work remotely, it's amazing. I have to tell you that I've never observed it in any other industry, basically. Everybody's willing to share knowledge. And it was this way even before COVID-19, and I know so. So this is a community of people that's willing to exchange experiences, share best practices, and then share great knowledge. So don't do this alone. And don't just research online, start reading some articles and say, hey, I'm just going to do it as it's written in this article, because this is supposed to help us with our environment. It is alive. Every company has the DNA, right? That's how I always call it. So we can't just put a certain model and say, hey, it's going to be in place here. And from now on, we will work this way. That's not going to work. It's not going to work this way. We have to understand some processes. We have to understand the people. So I say, find a mentor, find somebody who can help you do it right. Or as well, at least maybe share some practices. Look for a company within your industry, how they have done this. Maybe somebody can mentor you. I know. And as I said, Tori does this as well. And for people, I observe that some people are saying, well, it doesn't work. Uh, but why? So again, I also work a lot together with, with a remote, um, with a psychologist who also uh, coaches remote workers. And she told me once that um, when she sees this behavior that says, no, it's not working for me, it's not going to work, just go away. That means that usually it's being reluctant to change. And it's just the lack of time that we have. So remote work and to make it successful and also to manage time successfully this is a habit and this is something that you have to master once you implement a method yourself to work remotely or to manage your time you're going to say hey i'm going to plan my day like this and that well if you don't stick to it right if you are not going to be repetitive in your habits that you have to create yourself then nothing else is going to help you so when I started, for example, some time management methods myself to help me because it's sometimes overwhelming when you work remotely, especially when you travel as well. There's, you, you want to do everything at once. Multitasking is terrible. It just completely makes you super tired. And you have, you have this personality that you just feel like, wow, this person responded. Here I have an email. Here I'm on the plane. I'm in a different city, different world. No, it's just something that you have to teach yourself to consequently repeat your routines that you have because those are routines that we should for ourselves work on and 
it's not going to happen within a day or two. It is a process again, so you have to be patient and have somebody again to guide you, a body maybe. If you have somebody in your company that works remotely or you know somebody who did it, somebody that you can talk to just to share good experiences. And that's really interesting because a big part of what one should be thinking about or should be working on is do I understand like what am I supposed to be doing? Do I understand the processes? Do I understand the change that this has in my habits? And I think when you are used to work going to an office every day, it almost comes natural that the stuff that happens in the office is what you do. And then one, once you are forced to stay at home or working somewhere else, specifically with what's happening right now, uh, then all of a sudden you feel lost. And then trying to find that, that other partner uh, or that other mentor that can allow you to understand how this works might be fantastic. So this is also a shout out to, to your community. Hopefully, you know, we are able to, to help you with your community. And I'm going to take this opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, Torre.co. For those of you that don't know, uh, Torre.co is our sponsor. Um, and Torre is the next generation of professional networks. The purpose is to make work fulfilling for everyone. So you can join today, create your free bio, and start finding opportunities that will transform your work. That's torre.co. So it's T-O-R-R-E.co. So I know some of the questions that are out there from the people listening to this is, can I find work? And yes, of course, you can find work. And as you were speaking, I was like, it'd be fantastic if we would create, uh, we call them subtorres at, at Torre. A subtorre is basically a community where people in your community can find opportunities that you could have. Because one of the questions from Loreto Messina is to you, Nadia, and he's saying, you know, I'm seeking remote work. What advice do you have for candidates? Uh, do you have offers uh, or do you offer the services for candidates? So if I'm a candidate, if I'm a remote worker, can I go to you and be like, Nadia, I'm a remote worker. I'm, find, I'm having difficulties finding work. What can I do? That, that would be the question. Yeah, I mean, I do work with some companies that hire remotely. That's true, but not knowing, <laughs> not knowing the, the 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 current position that somebody is willing to find. I just can't say like out loud, "Hey, I have something for everybody." So sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, obviously. But there are still many opportunities. I know that the situation right now has changed a lot due to COVID, and many uh, recruitment processes are frozen. But um, I also wrote an article about it recently, and it's uh, different initiatives that are uh, taking place right now. I will share it later on also on Facebook that everybody can get access, where you can find remote work right now. Companies that are still hiring, remote companies that are still hiring, and how you can do the research. Well, pretty much um, there are many, many, many um, right now communities um, where remote companies gather. Uh, so that's one thing. I recommend Tori, of course, as you said, and I created a profile myself to check out how it's working. So check out there. I strongly recommend it. You're able to see which companies hire remotely. That's also great. In addition to that, there are also lots of other communities maybe that create awareness, maybe Grow Remote. You can have Remote How. You can have O-Labs. All these companies keep creating awareness about remote work and many different brands, many different companies uh, join these communities where they also write articles, they host webinars, they write about recruitment. You can see a list of all of them. So right now, today, as the situation is quite dynamic, probably not each and every single one is hiring, 
but I know that many are, as a matter of fact. Some uh, that I've seen recently as HubSpot um, was hiring as well. Another one, which was IT, uh, uh -uh, right now I forgot it, is hiring as well. And they're saying, hey, we haven't really stopped. Uh, so I think that what hasn't stopped today uh, that you can pretty much be, be confident about is um, e-commerce, digital, IT. And it doesn't mean that you have to be an IT expert here, but just I think that this, um, this, those industries are the least affected today. So you can just give it a try. Excellent. I think this opens up an opportunity for us to eventually start talking in this feeling work life uh, uh, show about the opportunities that we have. So if you guys uh, are listening to this and you want to comment on, on the chat, what type of work are you looking for right now? Please go ahead, write down on the comments. Um, what type of work are you looking for right now? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start looking for uh, jobs for you guys. Uh, this is something that we're trying to do with Torre uh, across the planet, uh, especially in Latin America, where we're trying to find jobs for people. So meeting talent with opportunity. Um, if you haven't signed up to Torre, signed up to Torre. Torre, this, once again, T-O-R-R-E dot C-O. Once you have signed up, signal me. Uh, you, you will find it. It's very easy to find. It's just a little hand that says like this. You can search for my name, search Eddie Arrieta. It's E-D-D-I-E-A-R-R-I-E-T-A. -E -E Signal me. And what I'll do is I'll look for your name and then we'll try to find you a job. I'm going to try to do that uh, in every episode. If you have people that are looking for jobs, bring them on board because what we're trying to do here with Nadia is also giving you guys tools to do what you love. And, and this leads me to perhaps um, one of my last questions, Nadia, because um, you, you mentioned that you were a lawyer. And this is very interesting to me as well, because I, I studied international business and I did a minor in economics. Before that, I was going to be a medical doctor. And oh. today I'm an entrepreneur. I, I do digital marketing. I do podcasts. I do these sort of things. I should have studied, I don't know. Uh, communications or journalism. I don't know what I should have studied, uh, but definitely was a very interesting time of my life when I was in university. I was the, the, the last thing I was doing was studying. I was probably just socializing for the most part. I was there for the fun of it, learning other, other stuff. But you also had a transformation. Uh, you, you went from being a lawyer to being a specialist and remote work advocate. Um, the reason why I think it's important that you tell us about that is because that's what this show is about, is how did you find such a fulfilling work for yourself? Perhaps it's not, it's not for everyone, but for you, it's something that you found that you said, this I'm passionate about, I want to help companies, I want to help candidates. How do you find this work and, and, and how do you feel about it all today, given the current context? I would never change anything. And that's a great thing to say. I think the worst thing that we can do in life is to say that we would have done things differently. And that's something I was always scared of so much. So to tell you how it really was, um, I went to law school because that was right to do at that time. And then uh, everybody said, okay, so after law school, everybody you should become a certified lawyer. So I joined that, that stream as well, and I started doing this too. And then um, exactly a year before the bar exam, I thought, hey, that's not me. 
<laughs> you know, it's not me. I have a different personality. I really like working with people. I really like exploring the world and being really multicultural. Uh, in addition to that, I spoke different languages as well. Uh, so I thought that being stuck in one certain legal system is going to be really complicated for me to get out and change everything. So I did something totally against uh, the entire, let's say, rules that everybody follows. Uh, a year before my bar exam, I quit completely. And I said, well, I feel that this is right because I just want to do a different thing. And I said, well, what I'm going to do today is I really want to be um, connected more with the business environment. So I started working remotely in the States. Um, yeah, I, I found a company where I was working remotely as a translator, as an interpreter, life interpreter, when I started really traveling the world uh, in my own apartment. That was amazing. Um, yeah, but that was something wonderful. One day I was in Africa, because I also speak French. One day in Africa, one day in, in Canada, in Quebec, one day in France, then in Germany, I also speak German, in Switzerland, and I thought, hey, that gives so many opportunities. So now let's shift myself towards business. And I took the extra mile. I decided to do my MBA. And I thought, well, since I have all this knowledge and I've worked remotely and I also started collaborating a lot in terms of recruitment and talent acquisition, uh, that was something that, that happened also in between a couple of years ago. And I thought, well, I started hiring people all around the world as well for different companies. And I just kind of because of the languages also that I had, I started looking for different people in different areas because of the business knowledge. I started broadening it and I thought, this is so exciting that we are really a global village. And then I thought, you know, taking all the opportunities that the world gives us, well, maybe not today since we're all stuck at home is I've met so many people and it's been so fulfilling. I had marketing classes in Italy uh, where at the same time I was doing some translation jobs in, in the UK, in London. Then I joined also different companies and I started leading remote teams. And I thought, hey, you know, I think that um, it is a lot of self-motivation and a lot of courage to say, hey, I will step out of my comfort zone. And it's not just like that, just so you know, you really have to be the hardest worker in the room. And it gets really tough at times. But if you believe in something, you think that you're really good at something, you just can't give up. So obviously it's good to be surrounded by different mentors, people that help you as well. But maybe I'm a little bit, I'm a, I'm a surreal person if I'm going to say this, but if you have a dream, then follow your dream for goodness sake, you know? And that's what I did. And, and that's beautiful because I think you're completely right. We are shaped by our experiences. And in fact, uh, a lot of the people um, that are the most successful are those that have gone through like a, a lot of amazing experiences. Yeah. And, and it's almost like the design world. Uh, I, I think if, if you have, have had any experience with design, one thing that you would notice is that they present something to you and then you completely change. And it's almost until you get to like that specific place. Um, of course, the sooner we can get there, I would say the nicer it would be <laughs> so that you could be much more fulfilled in, in your work. And I think that that is mostly what we are trying to do, you know, with this work. We're trying to find, you know, people like you that can give us tips on like how we can do it, how we can identify our experiences and what we like about our experiences. Because as you were traveling, you experienced a lot of things and there are some things in there that made that click in your head and you said, oh, this is the direction. And yes, if you right. didn't have that experience, you couldn't have noticed. Maybe you would have gone through a different path. 
but it took that for, for you to, to analyze it. How about we take some time now to, to discuss some of the questions that uh, the audience has for us. And, um, you know, the, the, there, there is one uh, that talks about mentoring programs. Uh, and this is Loreto again, if we know something about the mentoring program. And I want to uh, understand from your end, uh, how do you perceive mentoring? How have you mentored other professionals in, in your life? And how do you approach it right now? If someone in the audience says, you know what, I want Nadia to help with this. What would be the steps they would need to take? Reach out to me. <laughs> That's one thing. You can find me anywhere, pretty much. You can find me on Facebook, my fan page. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me um, on LinkedIn. You can find me through my website, remoteworkadvocate.com, and Twitter as well. I'm everywhere, pretty much. Probably not in your refrigerator yet, but it may happen. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, so just, yeah, reach out. And what we do pretty much then is um, we take a look at uh, what you do right now, what you want to change, uh, what opportunities we have, whether you have the skills. Uh, if you don't have the skills, whether you should um, join some online programs, maybe you should go to school, maybe you don't even have to. You know, many ask me, what do you think if I start another degree at university, for example, to in marketing? Well, that really differs. Sometimes it's not the right path or in communication. As you said, you have a different background, yes? If you want to be a lawyer, probably you should. But if you want to work in IT, you don't necessarily have to. So that's, that's usually something that you know, I can help with and I can advise where you should go, which direction. Sometimes people, you know, um, and I also have to give you an example of what I did. Since my early, early years, I, was, I grew up in a multicultural environment in the first place because of my family and all those languages that I spoke. Everybody always told me, Nadia, it's so amazing that you speak five languages. And I thought, well, that's something I take for granted. It's not special at all. So I decided I have to do something meaningful. But now after all these years, it turns out that try to turn your assets, the thing that you take for granted sometimes, Try to make these your benefits because people may sometimes even envy you and say, wow, that's so amazing. But I say we are always our worst enemy. So what we need uh, when we mentor people, uh, and you can find me on Tori as well. Yeah, <laughs> you can find me on Tori pretty much. I just mentioned that if you're finding it hard to do it on LinkedIn, Go on Torre and you'll see how easy it is to connect. With yeah, people. because I'm on Torre as well. Of course. That was, you know, I should have mentioned that in the first place. Of course. Of course. You know, the easiest solutions are usually the most difficult ones. Find me there. My profile is there with all the links that I have just mentioned previously. So, you know, it's, 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 it differs. But I think that everybody's able to find their path and don't limit yourself. I always say that. Uh, sometimes the environment tells you or the society tells you that you have to have a certain career path that you have to do things step by step because it's designed this way. But I say, if it doesn't make you happy and you want to change your career, you want to try different things, who said you can't? So don't be your worst enemy. And I think that's awesome because uh, some people are, you are right. You are your worst enemy. Yesterday, in fact, we were talking to the big Gamboa from Live Beyond. And uh, one of the things that he was also talking about is don't, if you want to change, you have to be the first person to believe that that change is possible. And, and, and it definitely resonates with what you're mentioning. Um, just, just as a note, Maria Science is the person that wants to connect with Nadia. Once again, Maria, if you want to connect uh, with Nadia, go on torre.co, find her bio, signal her, or signal me and I'll make the connection uh, as well. It'll be very easy. Mateo is also mentioning uh, that um, he already 
has a, an online job, a, a remote work as an engineer, uh, which is amazing. Congratulations, Mateo. Uh, for those of you that are trying to find a job, once again, there are thousands of opportunities on Torre. We're going to try to do this on this space. If you need mentoring, Nadia is there. Uh, Walter uh, Pintor uh, agrees with you. He says, I've learned to be patient, but it's too hard. Perhaps the most critical skill of all. Maybe in time you can make incredible progress if you're consistent and patient. Only time will tell you. Uh, only time will tell, don't you think? And I think it's, it's, in, it's interesting because it's what you were mentioning about just, you know, if you're trying to have a habit on remote work, stick to it. Stick to it, continue working on it. Uh, so Nadia, uh, you've been very gracious with your time as well. Uh, you've been very nice to, to us and been very patient. Uh, could you please give us your last words uh, before we say goodbye for now, because we should have you in the show once again. Uh, are there any last uh, uh, thoughts that you have for, for everyone here? And where can we find you? I say fight for yourself, because if you won't, then nobody else will. And you can find me on Torre. And from Torre, anywhere else online. Happy to meet you and many thanks for inviting me. Thank you so much, Nadia. Thank you, everyone who has joined us. Once again, we've made notes of your questions, signaled us on Torre. And of course, like every single day of the week, uh, we'll expect to see you tomorrow and we'll connect with Nadia everywhere on social media. Thank you so much, Nadia. Thank you so much. It was Goodbye. a great pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and remember to share, like, and comment if this content brought value to your life. You can find us on social media as We Are Torre. Explore more content at blog.torre.co. See you around.